If you're enjoying this episode, check out Fearless Fridays with Marianne, the podcast to help you transform past pain into present power so that you can heal your inner child and reshape your future. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Danert in Rochester, New York. My mission is to see women worldwide live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Subscribe to Fearless Fridays with Marianne on the Jazzcast Pros Network, available right here on your favorite podcast player. And remember, you are a priority and you matter. Jazzcast Pros. Welcome to Healthy Illness Podcast, the podcast that helps you build better relationships, better relationships with you, better relationships with others, better relationships all around. In today's episode, I'm going to give you a few tips on how to journal so that it can be successful, you know, so that you are able to journal in a way that is moving you towards self-improvement, self-discovery, and a healthier you. This is for you. It's not for anyone else. It's not for anyone else to read. If you choose to share it, you can, right? But this is really about you processing you. I am your host, Coach Kelly Marie, and thank you for joining me today. Like, subscribe, and share all of the things on all of the platforms wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Front Seat Life. Um, those are the ones that I use most often. So you can catch up with me and all of my shenanigans and ways of living healthy with an illness right on those platforms. And today, well, I'll say this, we've been talking about emotional regulation, right? The ability to live a different type of life or act differently upon emotions that we may have through this process called emotional regulation. And emotional regulation is a part of DBT therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, which is one of the um, tools that I use in my journey living with borderline personality disorder, depression, and generalized anxiety. And so in this quest to live a better life, live a healthier life, and have healthier relationships, one of the things that I thought would be important to share is my relationship with journaling. So journaling, it can be complicated, It doesn't have to be complicated. It's just a means of being able to get out what's in your head and get it out on paper. At least for me, I love paper. I love journaling. I love journal books. I have a case full. I have more journal, like empty journals that uh, more than I could ever use because I will be someplace and inevitably will be in a store, you know, and go in there and go into the, the book section and find journals or you know, when I travel, if I'm in the airport and spending some time in the little shops waiting until it's time to board, I will grab a journal. And a lot of them will have like three pages written in them and then that's it. Even more, I would say, have not been touched at all. But I journal on a regular, uh, it, it comes and goes in spurts, right? So when I journal, I'm journaling regularly because I'm in a place where I need to journal more, where I need to get my thoughts out. And then there are times, years even, where I don't journal at all. I think social media has helped um, with that journaling process a little bit because I'm, I'm kind of putting some of the thoughts that I'm having on digital paper through posts on Instagram and Facebook. 
And so I do consider that a way of journaling. Um, but I do have actual hard copy books, bound books that I, I journal in. One of the things I use to journal is to use the notes app on my phone. I'm maybe out someplace or don't feel like finding a pen to dig into the journal. And so I'll just use the notes app on my phone in order to get the words out. The plus to that is that I can actually just talk. I can dictate my thoughts. I don't have to type them out. I could just say the things that are on my mind. They all end up on the virtual paper and my journal entry is complete. I can save it. I can delete it. I can print it. I can do whatever I want with it. But it really does help me um, process my thoughts. It helps me process my emotions. It helps me you know, use all of the tools. Um, journaling has really been a part of the process that has saved my life. And so in sharing this process with you, uh, hopefully you'll be able to pull a couple of nuggets out of the conversation today and use them as, you know, as you see fit. Journaling isn't for everyone, but at the same time, journaling doesn't have to be a long drawn out process. You don't have to have a journal, uh, like hard copy journal book. Maybe you journal on post-it notes and you stick them on a board or you use your phone or some other piece of technology to take notes with or to journal with. Journaling is can be as unique as you are. Some folks like to journal and doodle and color and, and journaling becomes a, a art process. Uh, some journal and end up with poetry. Others like me, I just get the words out and I'll go back and read some of the things that I, I have said and written down. And I'm like, wow, I was really in a special place at that time. You know, one of the things having a podcast is, is a way for me to kind of journal because I'm still getting the words out. I'm still having conversations with you about my life, about what's happening, about, you know, emotional regulation, the highs and lows of living with a mental health condition. So journaling can take many forms. One of the, the pluses, or there are many pluses, but it's helpful for many people to like use journaling as a process to write down your goals and your thoughts, your hopes, your dreams, your disappointments. Um, you can be honest with yourself and, and put all of that down on a piece of paper, one, to actualize the things that matter most to you, but also to process what's happening in your life. So today I'm really going to talk about goals and and getting the, the words and goals out of your head and onto the paper. You don't have to be a consistent daily journal person. You can journal occasionally like I do. You can jot notes down when ideas come to you. It, it really um, can be a powerful process to write out or speak out or type out the thoughts that you're having and use journaling in that way. It may come easy to you. It may be difficult for you. Again, everyone is at a different place in their journey and journaling may or may not be a thing that's beneficial to you. So it's one of those things I suggest you try, you know, if you want. If not, it's all good. No worries. But Writing out your thoughts, writing out your dreams, writing out your hopes, writing out your disappointments, your dislikes, they can help you process life. You can go back to them and read them. I know that works for me. I have 
um, you know, I have difficulty remembering emotions. So if I, I go back to journals from when I was a kid and, and read about um, how sad I was, and no, not all of the time, but that's what I use journaling for, to get out my frustrations and to be able to talk with someone myself, right? The journal, I'm talking to the journal to be able to process life and all the things that's happening around me. You know, the very first tip that I can give you is to write quickly and passionately, right? Don't worry about who's going to read it. Don't worry about grammar or sentence structure. Just let the ideas flow. Let the words come out. Don't worry about going back and fixing anything right now. Don't fixate on anything too long. Just get it all out right? Just write everything and it will allow your brain to get, you know, to, to process and, and get more out because you're not stopping to, to go back and fixate. You're not spending too much time uh, wondering if something's, if you said it correctly, like these are your thoughts. So just get them out. You might skip verbs, you might skip punctuation, but just getting things out quickly and passionately, like put your feelings and emotions into what you're putting on paper. This is for you. It's not for anyone else. It's not for anyone else to read. If you choose to share it, you can, right? But this is really about you processing you, um, really working with yourself to build a better relationship with you. Second, depending upon where you are and where you are on your journey, journal consistently. And this is like the opposite of what I just said a, a few minutes ago, but being consistent in your journaling can, again, help your brain get into a regular pattern of uh, dumping information, right? It will begin to see that, all right, I've, I've got all this information in here. I know I'm going to have an opportunity to get rid of it, put it down on paper so that I can go work on something else. The brain likes regularity. It likes routine. And if you are beginning journaling or going back to journaling, it may not be something that you want to do every day. Maybe it's once a week. Maybe it's something you do, you know, Saturday evening or, you know, a Sunday morning, the, the week is starting and you want to do a recap of the week past and set out some goals for the week coming. It's up to you. But being consistent, um, if you're on that, writing on that daily basis or weekly basis, you begin to see a better mm, consistency with your thoughts and you'll be able to recognize patterns. One of the things that I know uh, it happens in my life is I do have cycles. It's not like certain things happen at a certain time of the month. Like August and September have been tough months for me. September is the anniversary of my suicide attempt in 2013. And what I don't know, and that's one of the things I'd like to kind of dive into one day is, has that time historically been bad? And that September was just the worst of it, or was that new? You know, and so I don't know that, but I do know that that time of year is always kind of tough for me. Um, so when it comes to journaling, that could be something that you begin to see. You may get begin to see patterns in what you're writing and what you're feeling and what you're going through. Give yourself space. The third thing would be to, you know, set goals and reflect on them depending upon your intent for journaling. So if you're journaling to keep yourself accountable to a aspect of your life, setting goals is really important. 
if it is, um, so we're talking about self and self-improvement, self-motivation. Uh, this episode is, is about relationship to self. So, you know, what goals do you have for you? Right? Write them out. It's helpful and beneficial to have those goals written out. And it could be your most important goal, or it could be something that's at the bottom of the list. But when you make that goal uh, setting a part of your experience, you're able to, again, go back and reflect on them to determine whether or not you've taken any steps towards the goal, if you need to adjust your goal or adjust your steps to reaching the goal. Um, but having them written down, again, gives you something that you can go back and kind of check on and use that to evaluate where you are, how you're doing and all the things. The fourth thing um, is be honest, right? This is your journal. It is your stuff, not meant for anyone else's eyes. Again, unless it's something you choose to share. So be honest with yourself. It doesn't make sense to write down how you would like to feel if you're not writing down how you actually feel, right? Because again, you are doing this for you, not for anyone else. So don't lie to yourself. Be honest, put down all, you know, the feelings that you're feeling, the thoughts that you're having, the the things that someone would maybe even be shocked to hear you say, right? Use this opportunity to get all of those things out. Now pause, commercial break. Greetings, everyone. My name is Ra. Yes, I am the host of Father Torch. I would like to take this time to invite you in my discussions on very, very important topics of being a black and brown father in today's society. Being a parent, the other parent, we face trials and tribulations too. We have worries, we have feelings. Here at Father Torch, we promote the advocacy of being the dad you wish you had. Join me at fathertorch.com. I understand, especially if you live with folks that you may not have a private place or um, your things may not be uh, private, right? And so with journaling, you don't have to have it in a notebook. You also don't have to keep what you write. If you need or are concerned about privacy and sharing your intimate thoughts, you can go ahead and write your journal entry out by hand in your notebook, read it over, process it, rip it up and throw it out. You can write it out and you can take a picture of it and save it to your phone or to a private drive. You can keep it someplace where others aren't around. So maybe you have a a desk at work and you're able to keep something securely in your desk. You can find ways to be able to journal. And again, I don't want lack of privacy to be a reason why you're not getting the words out. So if that is a concern of yours, again, you can write it out, rip it up and toss it out. At least you got the words out. You got the thoughts out. Back to our regularly scheduled program, be honest, right? Use your journal as a sounding board and never sacrifice honesty for any reason because you're just lying to yourself. Fifth step, really ask yourself tough questions. You know, self-reflection is really an important aspect to self-improvement. And your journal can help you really by leaps and bounds when you ask yourself the tough questions and write out those answers. You are at a place in life where you're looking to make change. 
And again, this is a, a conversation between you and you. So this is a perfect opportunity to be honest and ask yourself those tough questions. Asking the tough questions and either saying them out loud or writing them down in your journal gives you the ability to really address the the issues that you're dealing with. If you're not asking yourself the tough questions and you're not being honest, right, steps four and five, how are you using this to improve your relationship with self? Two more things. Uh, one, go back and revisit your words regularly. Again, regularly may be a different interval than someone else, right? Maybe you go back once a year at the beginning of the year, the end of the year, your birthday or a special day out of the year is your day to go self-reflect. Or if you, you know, are having a bad day and you know you've got some positive journal entries in your journal, go back and read those positive words. How do you feel about yourself? You know, what are some things that you love about you? Take time and really pour into your journal uh, all that that's going on. So asking yourself those tough questions really is is uh, a big part of the self-reflection process and allows you to be honest with yourself about who you are, where you are, and where you want to go. The last step, which is kind of like the first one, is uh, find the journal that's best for you, right? Like what works for you? Is it an actual bound book? Is it a binder with loose leaf paper? Is it a steno notebook? Is it post-it notes? Is it a, you know, cutesy diary? Is it, you know, a, a leather bound diary? Uh, like whatever works for you and your life. Create your own, right? Do you like to, are you a creative? You can make your own journal. Uh, and again, you know, we, we have electronic uh, journals and apps available as well. So it doesn't have to be this set way for you to get the words out. The important thing is that you're getting the words out. So putting your thoughts down on paper, virtual paper, actual paper uh, can really uh, be a guiding point. It can be a, a spot of self-reflection, a way to monitor your progress in life. And so I encourage you, if you have not started to journal or have not tried journaling, even if you have and it wasn't for you, maybe you're at a place where journaling can be beneficial. So want to go back over those seven steps with you before we wrap up our time today. Hey, if you like this episode, check out Getting Real with Bossy, where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner. You'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like. We cover all the topics, figuring out the rules and regulations, navigating business partnerships, even if that's your spouse, motherhood while running a business, working within your values, and all the ups and downs of being the boss. Are you ready to get real? Pop over to our podcast, Getting Real with Bossy. Fantastic. Girl, where have you been? I haven't seen you at work in a while. Girl, I quit and started my own business. Really? That's amazing. How did you do it? Well, I've been listening to this Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast, and it really helped me change my mindset from an employee to a CEO. All that from a podcast? Yes, the Beauty Boss Millionaire walks you through the process of starting a business and making your first million. I need that in my life. I need someone to help me. Just go to beautybossmillionaire.com or pull it up on your favorite podcast app. It's time to boss up. Step one, write quickly and passionately. Get it all out. Step two is being consistent in your journaling, whatever that looks like for you. 
Step three, set those goals and reflect on them from time to time. Step four, be honest. This is for you, about you. Step five, ask yourself those tough questions. Six, go back and reread your old journal entries. And seven, find the journal that is right for you. So I hope this has been beneficial for you. If you are working on self-regulation, journaling is a a wonderful part of that process that can help you really identify how you respond, why you respond the way you do, and give you a guide right for the future. You can look back and see how well you've done or maybe how well you haven't done, right? It's all good. The journey is just that. It's a journey and it's possible. You know, maybe you don't make the type of progress you wanted to make, but it's celebrating the progress. It's celebrating the journaling. It's celebrating all the things that you're doing in order to improve your relationship with you. So until the next time, leave your comments. I want to hear if journaling is your thing. If you've tried journaling, if it's been beneficial, if it wasn't, why not? Like, subscribe, share, put your comments down either if you're on YouTube in the YouTube channel, if you're on Facebook in the Facebook post, if you're on IG in the IG comments. I want to hear from you. Oh, you can also email me at frontseatlife at gmail.com. It's frontseatlife at gmail.com. Until the next time, I encourage you to start journaling. Right? If you're looking for resources and don't know where to go, you can dial 211 on your phone. That is the national helpline. Um, you can call and talk to someone and tell them what you're looking for, a therapist or respite care. Maybe you are looking for after school programming. Call 211. They can point you in the right direction. If you are in need of someone to talk to, it, you're in a funk and you need somebody to chat with, you can dial 988 that is the crisis helpline. They are staffed with crisis counselors 24-7, all the holidays, weekends, middle of the night. You don't have to be in crisis to call. If you just need someone to talk to, you can give them a call at 988. They may ask you some questions at the beginning of the conversation to make sure you're okay. Just go with the flow. I want to prepare you when you call. They're going to want to know that you're all right. And I just want you to expect that when you call that they're going to ask you a couple of questions to make sure that you're all right and you don't need any emergency assistance. If you're having a medical emergency or someone um, you're with is having a medical emergency, please dial 911 and let them know if you think the person is experiencing a mental health medical emergency. Um, Give them all the information you have about the situation and ask them to send out a mental health crisis team if it's a mental health issue or regular EMT services if you're having a medical issue. I hope you don't need those services, but if you do, they are there and available to you. So until the next time, I encourage you to be the light. And I am Kelly Marie. You've been listening to Healthy Illness Podcast, the podcast helping you build better, healthier relationships while living with a mental health condition. Be the light.